Well, praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We'll be with you live for the next uh, hour or so. Uh, So glad to be back behind the microphone. Uh, I was out for two weeks, and I'll tell you about that in just a second. But the first thing we want to do is get into prayer. So we want to ask the Lord to just bless this hour that we have. So would you join me right now? Father, we thank you. Thank you and praise you, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, to be behind the microphone and be able to, to to minister your word and to minister in prayer. Father, I just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would just take over right now and that you would bless each and every listener, each and every caller. Lord, that tonight would be filled with divine appointments. Lord, that there would be answers to prayers, that we would know the power of the mighty and awesome God that we serve and we love, who saved us from our sins. So, Lord, we just take this time, Lord, to just open up, Lord, our hearts, our minds to you. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would take over right now and bless each and every one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for joining us tonight. We are a live program here in studio. Uh, I was out for a couple of weeks. Last week, just to fill you in, I got a call around 10 o'clock in the evening as I was preparing for the radio that there was a terrible car crash uh, with some of our family members. Uh, we were at the hospital till about 6 o'clock in the morning. Thankfully, everybody came out okay. No serious injuries, uh, a lot of cuts and bruises. Uh, there were two small children in the car. Thankfully, they were not hurt at all. Thank God they were good. Uh, so we wanted, But we're going to keep that family in prayer. Uh, there were some stitches and some bruises, black eyes from the crash, but thankfully everybody came out alive and everybody was good. So uh, thank the Lord for that. The week before that, I was in Houston. Uh, we were there for a surgery. Uh, you know, we've been praying for Noah Mitlow, a uh, uh, 13-year-old young man, had a six-hour surgery on his back for scoliosis. Uh, scoliosis is a curvature of the spine that doesn't allow... Uh, a person to, to, to walk straight or stand up straight. And uh, it was a serious situation where it needed to be corrected. And thankfully, everything went well with the surgery. So thank you for your prayers. And we're going to continue to pray for Noah as he recovers from uh, from that surgery. Uh, but let's go on. Uh, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour. Uh, you're listening to a live program. We're here in the studio. And, uh, our ministry here is to pray, to seek the Lord in his word, to seek the Lord in prayer, to seek the Lord in all that he desires to do. So you can call in tonight with your prayer requests. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, we're here to pray with you, to pray for you. The number is 888-995-5552. That's a live on-the-air number. You're going to call that number and you're going to need a live person that answers it and they'll take your uh, your information and uh, put you through to me here live on the radio and we're going to pray and we're going to seek the Lord. You know why? Because his word tells us that he's there for us. You know, Psalm 46 one tells us that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. And then drop down to the 10th verse. It says, cease striving and know that I am God. Another uh, uh, version says, be still. Be still and know that I am God. Take that time 
take that moment right now to stop what you're doing, to cease striving. Stop what you're doing. Be still. And just put your mind on God. Know that he's God. He is God and he's able to change your situation. Whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstance is, God can make a change. We make our requests known to him because we want to be anxious. We don't want to worry. We don't want to be anxious. We want to let the Lord take over. You know, the Lord tells us that he is our refuge, that he is our strength, that he's not far away. He's a very present help in time of trouble. You know, Hebrews tells us we can come to his throne of grace. Come to his throne of grace where we find help in time of trouble. And he's a very present help. So why don't you take the time to stop what you're doing, pick up the phone and ask for prayer. Call in the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, somebody who's in the hospital, somebody who maybe he's been, maybe they've been in an accident, maybe they, they they just was diagnosed with some type of sickness or disease, or maybe somebody has COVID. What, what, whoever the Lord is putting on your heart right now, why don't you stand in the gap for them, and call in, and let's pray for your for 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 your loved one, for your relative, for your spouse, for your your wife, your husband, your parents, your grandparents, whoever the Lord is putting on your heart right now to pray for, call in, and you stand in the gap. The number is 888-995-5552. How about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, if there's something on your mind about Scripture, about doctrine, about theology, uh, the cults, the occult, whatever's going on, you know, Monday is Halloween, and, uh, you know, I have a, a, a teaching on Halloween right here that I might give if we have time. But do you have a question about Halloween? Here's my question. Should a Christian participate in Halloween? Do we as Christians have, I won't say the right, or should we participate in this day of dressing up and Trick-or-treating, do we, do, we, do we encourage our kids to get involved? Do we get involved? What's Halloween all about? If you have a question or a comment about it, give us a call, 888-995-5552. And really any question about the Bible, about Christianity, about doctrine, theology, uh, if you have a question tonight that you need an answer to, we'd like the opportunity to find it with you. So call in 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. As always, this is the Lord's day. This is the Lord's day, the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice in it. And how do we rejoice by going to church? So, if you have a local church that you go to, make sure you're there. You know, we were out of church for so long. We want to make sure that we get back in the habit of being in church, being in in, in the Lord's house. You know, we neglect we've neglected it for too long. So let's be there for for our church, for our local church. You know, uh, church is a place where we go to worship. Church is a place we go to pray as the body of Christ. Church is a place we go to hear the word of God preached. You know, we 
want to get a message from the Lord. We want to hear from the Lord when we go to church. But we also want to go to church with our gifts. We want to go to church with our gifts of praise, our gifts of worship, our gifts of tithing. You know, we worship the Lord in many ways. And this is just one of them. So let's go to church. Let's be in church. You know, if you don't have a church, uh, we might be able to help you find a church in your area. You can call in and leave us your uh, contact information and just where you live, just the city where you live, and we'll get back in touch with you and recommend a church in your area. Or you can email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. It's a new resource we recently uh, added uh, to our tool list. You can email us with your prayer requests. You can email us with your questions. You can email us you know, and ask us for a church in your area. So don't, uh, don't hesitate to use our email address, Sammy, S-A-M-M-Y, N as in Nancy, L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. Okay, let's pray for some people. Let's, we're going to pray uh, for a prayer list that we already have. Uh, we want to pray for Frankie and Nancy. Uh, they were the ones that were injured in the accident. I want to pray for Manny Mitchell, who's uh, continuing his uh, chemotherapy for uh, battling cancer. I want to pray for Nikki Bumbalo. I also want to pray for my grandson Samuel, who's at home with bronchitis. I want to pray for my other grandson, Justin, who has COVID, and my two great-grandchildren, Matthew and Anthony, and a, a woman up in Portland. Her name is Duda, and she's recovering from thyroid uh, surgery. And we want to continue to pray for Noah. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are a very present help in time of trouble. We thank you, Lord, that we can lift up our, our eyes, lift up our hands, open up our hearts and pray and seek you, Lord. Lord, that you would be found of us. Your word tells us, Lord, that when we pray and we seek you, that you would be found of us. So we pray, Lord, for the well-being of these on our list, Lord. I pray, Lord, for, for Frankie and Nancy that there would be a recovery, that they would recover totally and completely from the accident. And thank you for watching over them, Father, that it wasn't any worse. I thank you, Lord, for many, your healing upon him, Lord, from cancer. Use these therapies, Lord, to cure him once and for all, totally and completely, Lord. I pray for Nikki Bumbolo for his healing. I pray for Samuel, Lord, for Justin, Matthew, and Anthony for complete and total healing, Lord, from whatever the sickness is, Lord, the bronchitis, the COVID, the allergies, whatever's going on, Lord God, I just pray for total and complete healing. I pray for Duda. I ask, Lord, that you, that you just touch her, Lord, and keep her, Lord, that there would be no cancer, nothing there, Lord, that all would be well through the surgery, Lord. And I thank you for Noah's healing, Lord. Continue to bless him, Lord, and make each day easier for him, Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank you and praise you. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thank you for joining us. We're here for the next hour or so. So call in. Call in with your prayer request. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. If you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, any Bible scripture, or Halloween. Halloween is next Monday. Do we participate? Do we get involved in Halloween? Call me. Let's talk about it. 888 995-5552 995-5552 that's 
995-5552. Let's go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How are you? Good, David. How you doing? Good. Um, I have a question, and I have a prayer request. Okay. Um, first, I would like to lift up my uh, body. I called in a few weeks ago, and I was having some uncontrollable itching everywhere, and kind of a little better, but it still comes and goes. Mm-hmm. So I just want to lift that up. Uh, I've been going to a dermatologist. He's been trying to help me to see if I'm allergic to something, but it's just he gets out of control sometimes, and it starts to bother me a lot. Well, let's pray, Father. We come before you, Lord, with this with this itching problem for David, Lord. Lord, whatever it is, Father, I pray that you would reveal if it's a, a medical issue, if it's a allergy issue, Lord, whatever's going on, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would touch David and relieve him from this terrible itching problem. I know how bad it can be, Lord, whether it's his, uh, his, 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 he's allergic to something, Father, or whether it's a medical issue, something he's eating, Lord, I pray that you would reveal it and that you would put a stop to it, Lord, that you would completely, totally, and 100% Stop this itching, Father. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, just in prayer, just right now, uh, David, I, I just got, it could be something that you've been eating. You could be allergic to some type of food. It could be some type of food allergy, uh, something in your diet. You know, you might want to mention that to the doctor, to the dermatologist, or ask him about it. It might be uh, you know, if you're sleeping on a feather pillow or something like that, it could be anything. But the Lord is going to heal you from it, and we pray God's blessing. Thank you, Sammy. I have a question. Is is medical marijuana a sin? I would say so, yeah. Yeah, I would, anything, <clears throat> you know, um, marijuana affects your brain. It, it changes the way, you're, 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 the way you think. And the Bible says to, 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 to be in control of our senses. Uh, not to be, not to have any type of drug in our system. The Bible, uh, the the Old Testament, you know, in fact, uh, it's it's right here in my notes, talks about sorcery, and any type of. Uh, it says, when you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to imitate the detestable things of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or one who uses divination, or one who practices witchcraft, or interprets omens, or a sorcerer. Now, sorcerer uh, was the same person who was a doctor at that time. Uh, you know, the Greek word for sorcerer is, is pharmakia, where we get the word pharmacy, you know, someone who dispenses medicine. And sorcery, you know, uh, uh, marijuana is a type of sorcery because it's a it affects your mind it affects the way you the way you think uh, it's like a drug uh, it's like a you know and and this is this is why it comes under the uh, the definition of sorcery because uh, the marijuana acts like a drug and it you know it gives you a high or you know it, it, it changes the way you your, your you feel and the way you think so I would say that using uh, marijuana and any uh, uh, recreational drug that they say, uh, I would say that it's a sin. It's it's part of uh, of sorcery. 
Does that can you understand that, David? Does that make does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I just know some people take it for medical purposes, and you know, I wasn't sure. Yeah, there, there's you know some people take it for 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 medical uh, purposes, but uh, also some people take opiates for pain. You know, and while that's a legitimate uh, uh, reason to take it, it's also very dangerous because you get hooked on it. And uh, I know I've, I've known too many people who've gotten hooked on on pain medicine, Vicodin, uh, uh, opiates, that and end up end up getting uh, addicted to it, and then have overdosed on it. So these, this is a slippery slope that the enemy uses. Now I don't. I'm not saying that you can't. Uh, use uh, opiates or Dicodin for for legitimate medical reasons, you know. And some would argue the fact that some would argue about marijuana. But I'm saying is be very very cautious and careful. This is something a tool that the enemy uses to entrap people. And if you can avoid it, avoid it. There's no reason to use this stuff for recreation. Uh, and if you can if you can get away without using any of this stuff for for even medical reasons. It's a dangerous thing to get involved in. And I, I, I know that a lot of people get hooked on this stuff uh, accidentally, but it's still, it's a tool of the enemy to get you into bondage. Okay. Okay, David. Okay. And you talk about the Hills Church. I think I went by there. Yeah, I, was, I was in Arcadia and I happened to pass by uh street and I think I saw Hills Church. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's right on First Avenue. 805 yeah, North First I, Avenue. Yeah, I went right next to it. I had a doctor's appointment. It was like right across the street. So. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you'll yeah. be able. I hope someday you'll be able to come and uh, visit us. Okay. Thank you, Sammy. All right. God bless. God bless, David. All right. Good night. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We're here live in studio, ready to pray for your prayer requests, ready to answer your questions. You know, you might not agree with me, and that's okay. I don't, uh, I don't uh, particularly. Uh, how can I say this? I don't need you to agree with me. We just need to have clarity. I, 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 that's not from me. It's from Dennis Prager. Uh, I like what he says. We don't need to agree, but we need to be clear on where we stand. We need to have a, a, a conversation. And maybe you don't agree about uh, uh, using marijuana or using. Uh, marijuana for medical purposes i disagree with that i i i don't think marijuana is something that we should as christians uh get involved in because it's an addictive drug and any type of addictive drug is very dangerous uh so i hope that you'll uh consider that and that we will agree to disagree if you don't agree Again, this is Sam Nicholas, the Gypsy Christian Hour. You can call in at 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Angelina. Hi, Angelina. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? Oh. Is this Angela? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. So how can we? Hey, how's it going? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm not well. waiting for you. So how can we pray for you, Angelina? Just we um we need a car. I had two cars stolen in one car. Um the engine went out. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, Father, we come I'm before you, Lord. Bringing you. our needs before you, bringing our desires mm-hmm. before you, Lord. I pray, mm-hmm. Lord, that you would provide according to your riches and glory. 
for Angelina, for her family, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would replace the car that was stolen and the car that's broken. Lord, I know, Father, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that it's so hard to get around without a vehicle, without a car, Lord. It's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to have to depend on, 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 on a bus or a cab. Lord, we, we need to get where we need to go, and I pray, Lord, that you would provide that for, for Angelina, for her family, Lord. I, pr- I pray mm-hmm. for a car. Whatever that car would mm-hmm. be, Lord, I pray that you would provide it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. you. Good night. Thank you so much. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Our number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to JC. Hi, JC. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello? Hi, JC. Uh, I think we lost JC. Let's put him on. Let's put him on hold, and see if we can get. Uh, hold on. Oh, there we go. Okay, let's go to our next caller and talk to Lamech. Hi, Lamech. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, Pastor. Uh, good evening. Good How evening. are you? I'm doing well, Lamech. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm still alive, my friend. I'm still alive. The, the devil is attacking me too much. Uh, in the past days, but, you know, I'm still believing in God. And, and you know, I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. Yes, you know? <laughs> that's great. You know, warrior you know, is what warrior, the, Lord, the Lord calls us to be warriors, to be men of you God, know, to stand know, up for know, the faith. Uh, I'm a warrior in the spirit, not in my heart. No, mm. I'm in the spirit. I respect my heart because, you know, but... I'm a warrior in the spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pastor, uh, uh, you know uh, the police, the police, uh, the police department. They don't want to provide me a police report, so I need a prayer uh, because uh, <clears throat> you know they they had they caught they caught a guy on the street, mm-hmm. and these these guy uh, they're calling this guy. With mental, with mental problems. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I don't care about the mental problems. I don't really care. I care about my vehicle. It was totally broken because, because this suspect, I don't know, he burned his car by himself, mm-hmm. and then the car, the car rolled over into another car of another person, and then suddenly the car uh, turned, uh, turned to my car and impact my car more hardly than the other person but break my car totally and these police department police uh LAPD uh, uh take the, the guy to the to the jail and they don't want to provide me the police report so now I'm finding insurance from the, the suspect car you know and the insurance asking me or a police report, right. and the police don't want to provide me the, well, they, the police report. Well, under so, law, uh, they're, they're, they're com- they have to pray. They, they have to provide you with a police report. They, police they're report refusing. Is- I, 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 went, I went four times already, mm-hmm. and they're refusing to provide me my police report. Well, what, Imagine how the devil, how yeah, the devil why are is they, acting. What do they say? What's the reason why they're not providing you a report? 
I don't know. I don't understand. Well, it's your right. I, it's your right to have that report. Exactly, but but they refuse to to provide me my the, the report. Just they provide me a business card. That means it's nothing. And now the insurance is saying if I don't if I don't show into them the police report, they're not going to pay my, the damage of my of my vehicle. So and, and the police says and the police says they don't know nothing about it. And they they they, they causing all of these problems on the street. Well, so imagine imagine how the devil is yeah. well, acting. Let's, well, let's pray, Father. We pray against this Thank you. whole situation, Lord. Lord, we pray against the the, the refusal of the police to give uh, Lamech a police report. I ask, Lord, that you would change the situation, Father. Lord, that you would give him favor with the police, that they would give him the report that is due him, Lord. It's his right to have that report, Lord. And I pray that you would stand up for his rights, Lord, that you would just give him the desire of his heart, Lord, Lord, that he would be able to, to... to, to submit this claim to his insurance, that the insurance would pay for his loss, and that all would go according to your will for Lamech's, for, for Lamech's life, Lord. I just pray, Father, your blessing. I pray, Lord, that you would give him favor, all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, Thank Le- you very much. Thank um, you very much, Pastor. And I hope the Lord help me with something. I am totally right because I am a children of God. Children of God never. Well, you keep people. after the police because it's their it's their obligation to supply you with the report. Yes. If there was a police, if a report was filed, you know, which it usually is when they come out there, and if they arrested somebody, there there has to be a record of it, and you're entitled to that record. They need to give you that number, uh, the police report number, and then you give that to your uh, insurance company, and they'll uh, they'll get the report and they'll see what happened. But it's their obligation. Oh, They're obligated to give you that report. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. Such as you and such as me, we have we have uh, obligations with God to to proclaim His word and sharing the word Amen. of God anywhere and to anybody who really needs help. You know. But you know they're refusing. I don't know. Some. I don't know why. I don't understand now. Now I'm reading on the on the patrol says to serve and to, to protect. protect and to serve. What what that mean? Right. Oh my God. Anyhow, so well, you go down so there. You go down to the police station, wherever it is, and and you tell them. You give them the date and the time and what, everything that happened. They should be able to give you the report. It might be the report just wasn't ready yet. So, okay, Lamec. All right. God bless Thank you, my you friend. Much. Good keep, night. Keep going. Keep going. Always. Thank Amen. you. God bless. Bye bye. Well, it looks like uh, JC might be back on the line, so let's go back to the phone lines and talk to JC. Hi, JC. I'm doing well, JC. How are you doing? It's thanks God for hearing hear me at this point. Um, I just want to say thanks God for for everything what He gave me already. I mean, my son is getting better. It looks like I'm getting better. He was a little sick, the preacher, and I say thanks God for that. But another situation where I call you, Pastor, like I always, I'm, you know, when I get out for my work, I'm listening to you. The first thing when I'm doing it, turn around that, 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 that radio, make sure we're there, and say thanks God for that, for the, for the Pastor Jamie, for, the, for the everything. For that station, I prolong, so it's a long time because we need, we need something related like that. 
to be in Jesus Christ. Uh, I would like to, I would like to, I would like to, if you could pray for my wife, Susana, Christian, like always, getting better for the preacher, Stefano, uh, getting better in his situation, and, and myself, Pastor Samis. Well, I, I would like to pray for that. Let's pray, Father. We pray for, I pray for JC, Father, and his family, for, for his wife, for his sons. Lord, I just pray, Lord, your total and complete blessing. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would sustain them and prosper them in their soul, in their body, and in their finances. Yes, Lord, I pray, Lord, for their spiritual well-being, Father, that they would grow to know you each and every day, that they would know you better, that there would be a blessing for them each and every day, that you would reveal your awesome power and your mighty personality to them, Lord, and just reveal more of yourself to them each and every day that they would get closer to you, Lord, and that their spiritual well-being, Lord, that they would be in health spiritually, Lord, Lord, and physically, Lord, that there would be no sickness or disease to come against them, but that they would enjoy, Lord, complete health, Lord, in this life, Lord, total and complete healing in Jesus' name. And I pray for, for their finances, for, for, for J.C.'s career, Lord, that you would Keep them safe, Lord. Keep them financially secure, Lord. Lord, just bless them in each and every way. I pray according to your word that they would prosper and be in health as their soul prospers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Sammy. God bless you, you, JC. And God bless you, Mr. Pastor. God bless. Good night. Good night. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We're here live in studio, ready to take your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, Call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your live call-in prayers. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in and we will pray and we will seek the Lord. And his promise is that when we seek him with all of our heart, that he will be found of us, declares the Lord. Also, if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, a question about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever. Call in the numbers 888-995-5552. Well, we've just celebrated our 35th year here on KKLA, and I just want to thank you for your support and ask you for your continued support. You know, we are a listener-supported program, and uh, we can use your help uh, always to pay the bills here at KKLA. Uh, so if you get a chance, would you take time this week to pray and ask the Lord if he would have you support us, not only prayerfully, but financially? You know, you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries and send in your uh, donation, whether it be check or, or money order, to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California. 91109. That's the Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries, uh, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, again, uh, we appreciate uh, every time you know we go to the, to the P.O. Box and there's something there. Uh, we love to hear from you guys. We love your notes, uh, the, 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 the thoughts you have of us. We appreciate that. Uh, we're very humbled 
when uh, when you take the time to send a donation, you know, small or large, it all helps, and it helps us to stay here at KKLA, whether it's five dollars or ten dollars, twenty, fifty, hundred, whatever you can spare, uh, and uh, help us to stay here on KKLA. You know, like I said, we just celebrated our thirty-fifth year here, and we want to be here for as long as the Lord will keep us here, as long, long as we can be here. Uh, we uh, like being, we love being able to be here with you and pray for your prayer requests and see how the Lord works in in the lives of his people. So again, if you get a chance this week, pray and ask the Lord if he would have you uh, send in a a love offering, a donation. Again, this is above and beyond what you give to your church. We tithe to our church. Uh, we we, We give our tithes and then we give our offerings. And what I'm asking if you would give something as an offering here to the Gypsy Christian Hour to keep us here on KKLA. Again, it's the Gypsy Christian Hour, GCH Ministries, P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. And God bless you for your your thoughts, for your prayers, and for your financial help. We're going to go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Regina. Hi, Regina. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Um, yeah, I was just calling to see if I can get some prayer for basically just like a financial breakthrough. We're just going through Amen. a little bit of right now. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord, because you say in your word that you delight in the prosperity of your people. You delight in prospering your people. You delight in blessing your children. So, Father, I pray for a blessing for Regina. I pray, Lord, that you would just supply for all of her needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, I just pray, Father, that you would pour out a blessing upon her. Lord, an abundant blessing beyond what she can contain, Lord. There would be so much, Lord, that she would have enough to for, for her needs and to share with others in need. So I just pray your financial blessing upon Regina. I pray that you would bless her spiritually, physically, and financially in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for that. God bless you, Regina. Good night. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and if you'd like to call in, the number is 888-995-5552. You know, (coughs) this, (coughs) excuse me, this Monday is Halloween. Halloween's been around for a very long time. Uh, It's... uh, its uh, origins are back in what's now known as Ireland, where the ancient Celtics would practice necromancy. And my question is, you know, what do you think about Christians participating in Halloween? And why is this a question that even needs to be asked? You know, Halloween, Halloween is something that I don't think Christians should participate in. I mean, isn't Halloween like a no-brainer when it comes to whether or not Christians, you know, uh, children of God. I mean, we, we are children of God. We are following the Lord Jesus Christ. We're following that which is holy and which is pure and which is uh, pleasant to the Lord. Why are we even talking about, why are Christians even thinking about getting involved in Halloween. Should we participate 
in trick or treat? Should we participate in Halloween parties? You know, there's horror movies. You know, you can't turn on the TV right now during this time of the year without seeing so many horror movies. You know, uh, there's haunted houses. There's all kinds of things that are around. And something that, that that was interesting to me is, do you know that Halloween is the second biggest money making holiday? And I use that word, I use the word loosely holiday. Do you know it's the second biggest money making day in the year? It's only second only to Christmas. Second only to Christmas. People spend more money on Halloween than Mother's Day, Father's Day, uh, Valentine's Day. You know, have you noticed the decorations? And I and I don't mean decorations in a good way. Do you see how people are putting up you know, scary monsters and all kinds of things on the, at their houses? They 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 decorate their houses on Halloween. They spend money on Halloween parties and costumes and all kinds of things. It's the second biggest money making day of the year, second only to Christmas. So why should we why should we participate or why shouldn't we participate in this day? Why are Christians involved in any way in Halloween? You know, if you're an older Christian, you really should know better. You should have done your study work already. You should have looked into the origins of Halloween and where it comes from. And if you're a younger Christian, you should be asking the questions about where Halloween came from in the first place, and what it's really about. You know, just even a a simple look at Halloween should tell a Christian everything we need to know. You know, you you shouldn't really have to go any further than just the obvious. The symbols of Halloween, look at what they are. Satan, witches, vampires, monsters, zombies, Anything that will scare the heck out of you or cause fear in your heart. You know, Halloween isn't a day uh, uh, to make you happy. It's a day to make you scared. And that's just a sample of the things associated with Halloween. But what do we really need to know about Halloween to help us understand the true evil origins of this day? Well, like I was saying, it originated in Northern Ireland where the Celtics would practice necromancy. And necromancy really is what it really is, is communicating with the dead. Communicating with the dead in order to tell the future, to foretell the future. They wanted to know what was going to happen the next season. So during this time that they, that they thought that the spirit world and the, the, the physical world came so close together that they could actually communicate with the dead, that they would try to find out through different ways what the future would bring. Halloween is a day that is dedicated to worshiping, communicating, or appeasing the dead. They thought that the dead could come back into this world. And that's why they would leave out food and they would leave out uh, you know, uh, things that they could eat you know, to, uh, to, to satisfy the dead, to, 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 to give them an offering, to appease them. Uh, 
That's where trick or treat came in, came from. They would offer this up to the dead so that they would leave them alone, that they wouldn't haunt them or bother them. But this was a day that they would communicate, worship, or appease the dead. So what does the Bible say about that? I read it, I just read it earlier to, a, to another caller. It says, when you, and this is in Deuteronomy 18, 9-14, when you enter the land which the Lord your God gives you, you shall not learn to imitate the detestable things of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination or conjuring up of, 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 of spirits, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. Whoever does these things is detestable to the Lord, and because of these detestable things, the Lord your God will drive them out before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God. For those nations which you shall dispossess, listen to those who practice witchcraft and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not allowed you to do these things, to do so. So these things, these kinds of practices were and is detestable to the Lord, communicating with the dead, trying to foretell the future, trying to use sorcery, witchcraft, telling fortunes. All these things are detestable unto the Lord. So why would a Christian get involved in a, in a day that celebrates these types of things? These are detestable to the Lord, but the world, the secular world, is celebrating these things through this day. So the Word of God, God himself, tells us that these practices are an abomination to him. As Christians, we are not to have anything to do with these things. Everything associated with Halloween has its origins in some kind of evil practice, worship of Satan, death, or idolatry. Now, here's the thing. You might say, well, we don't do any of that. Halloween is just a night we dress up the kids, we dress them up in costumes, and go out for trick-or-treat. Isn't that okay? Well, looks can be deceiving. Things are not always what they look like. What looks innocent to you and me, the enemy could use for his own reasons. You know, we might do something innocently, thinking and feeling it's okay, it's no big deal. But the enemy can use it against you. He'll use it against you, he'll use it against your kids, he'll use it against your church. I'll give you an example. Years ago, uh, we would go out on a certain night uh, to take worship out to the homes. We would visit people's homes and witness to them. You know, we would we would worship and we would share the word and we would just go out and, and, and minister in the homes. In you know, we would you know, somebody would, would say, Hey, let's go out to certain let's go out to this guy's house. We would, you know, set up a time and we would go. And we would minister and we would you know, it, it was it was worshiping the Lord and sharing the word 
and it was a great time. But, you know, sometimes things would, it would get late. You know, and after we would finish, we'd want to go and just, you know, have a c- cup of coffee or get a hamburger, get something to eat. But things were not open. Restaurants were not open. And we were a bunch of guys. You know, we were maybe 10, 15 people, sometimes 8, 9 people, whatever. But we were a group that would go out worshiping and, and, and ministering in people's homes. And after we get finished, we'd want to stop and have some have a bite to eat. And, you know, somebody mentioned one time, well, there's a great restaurant over at this casino, and this casino never closes. It's open 24 hours. So we thought nothing of it. We're not going to gamble. We're not going into the casino. We're going into the restaurant. And we go to the restaurant. We sit down. And some people saw us in the restaurant. And the enemy used that. We were at the restaurant. The enemy used it against us because word went out that we were in the casino. So looks can be deceiving. We were not there to gamble. We weren't there to participate in what was, you know, what was evil. We were just getting something to eat at the restaurant. But we were seen in that place, and it was taken that we were gambling. A bunch of Christian guys were from the church were in the casino gambling. That's the word that went around. That's the word that the enemy used. That's what he used against us. Well, we, we stopped doing that, that's for sure. Never went back there to eat. But we had to learn that lesson the hard way. I don't want you to learn the lesson of Halloween the hard way. I want you to receive this word as it as it's intended, as a warning. I don't think Christians should get involved in Halloween. The point of my story was what you think is innocent, and it well may be innocent, Satan could use as evil if we allow it. That's why the Bible tells us in First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, see that no one repays another with evil for evil, but always seek after that which is good, good for one another and for all people. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks for this is God's will for you, in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophetic utterances. And here's the point, but examine everything carefully, hold fast, to that which is good, abstain or stay away from every form of evil. You know, you can't look at Halloween and say, well, this is holy or this is good. It's based in evil. It's based in that which is ugly. It's based on that which is filled with fear, you know. Again, Thessalonians tells us, prove all things, hold fast that to that which is good, abstain from even the appearance of evil. You know, there's, there's nothing fun or innocent about Halloween. Everything about Halloween has its basis and origins deep-rooted in the evil realm of Satan and his demons. You know, anyone involved or participating in Halloween gives Satan glory, gives Satan honor. 
gives Satan worship, worship that only belongs to God the Father. We as Christians worship God and only God. We worship Jesus Christ our Savior. We worship the God of heaven. We don't worship the God of this world. The Bible says that that Satan is the God of this world. Halloween promotes the practicing of Satanism, witchcraft, sorcery, sorcery, necromancy, and the occult. You know, even if you thought in the past that Halloween was innocent and harmless, you should open your eyes and understand that nothing, nothing of this world is innocent. Nothing of this, of this world is holy. Only that which comes from the Lord is holy. Only that which comes from the Lord is, how can I say it, is worth anything. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, tells us, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. The world in its the world is evil. The world has fallen. The world has fallen from perfection. The world is not perfect anymore. You know, God created a perfect world, but through Adam through Adam's sin, the world was corrupted. You know, when Adam sinned and allowed death and disease, you know, Jesus, uh, the Father told Adam, in the day that you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die. Adam wasn't meant to die. Adam was meant to live forever. But when Adam ate of that fruit, the fruit of that tree, he allowed sickness and disease. He allowed sin, which brought sickness and disease into the world and corrupted the world. You know, Adam wasn't supposed to toil the ground. But because of Adam's sin, God said that now you shall, by the sweat of your brow, you shall bring forth bread. You'd have to work for it. So the world is evil. The world is corrupted. And everything in the world, everything that the world offers is a lie and most likely is intended to harm you. The world does not love us. The world does not love God's, crea- God, God, God's created human beings. The world doesn't love God's children. You know, only what comes from God will last and satisfy us. The world will not satisfy you. The world will not bless you. Yes, in the world you find, you know, you know, even the Bible says that sin is pleasant for a season, but only brings death. The, wor- the world might, you know, what you see in the world might be pleasing to the eye, but it's not going to satisfy your soul. You know, what does a guy with a million dollars want? Another million dollars. How much is enough? Just a little more. That's what the world teaches. That's what the world is going to give you. A desire for more. Nothing will satisfy you in this world. Only God satisfies us. Psalm 103 
says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits, who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Another psalm, Psalm 147 says, Praise your God, O Zion, for he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your sons within you. He makes peace in your borders. He satisfies you with the finest of the wheat. Another psalm, Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. You know, God did not tell us in his word, abstain from all appearances of evil or abstain from even the appearance of evil for nothing. He didn't tell us that without reason. Evil begets evil. One evil will lead to all types and kinds of shapes and forms of evil. Evil comes from evil. But if we forsake evil and turn to what is good, if we turn to God as our source of life and fulfillment, then we will enjoy true benefits, the benefits of the abundant life. James 4 says, Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life, and life abundantly. You know, God doesn't want you, God doesn't want to keep you from something that is fun or that is good for you. You know, you might say, well, I don't want to keep my kids, I don't want to deprive my kids of the fun of Halloween. Well, think about this. You, let's say you you dress up your kids as something cute, a princess, a prince, whatever, uh, a well-known celebrity here, something that looks pretty innocent. What are you teaching them? You're teaching them to take on a different role, a different personality. You're not teaching them to be themselves. You're teaching them to take on a different personality. What if they want to continue as they grow up, putting on costumes or dressing up in different ways like that? What if, you know, it's cute when they're three, four, five, six, eight years old? What about when they're teenagers and they want to continue dressing up on Halloween or getting involved in the, what do they call it, the goth? Uh, genre, whatever they call it. What if they get into dressing like that every day? You know, evil begets evil. What do you teach your kids today, 
is what they're going to remember tomorrow and as they grow up. If we teach them that it's okay to get involved with Halloween when they're young, what's to keep them from getting involved in more things in Halloween or the occult as they get older? You know, what you teach them now is so important. You know, teach them now to worship God. Teach them now to stay away from that which is evil, to stay away from even the appearance of evil. Give them a reason. Give them understanding. Give them clarity about Halloween and why we abstain from Halloween. And like I said, you might disagree with me. I know there's many Christians, there's churches that would disagree with, uh, with abstaining from Halloween. They would say, use it as a platform. Use it as a springboard to, to spread the gospel. I say, reveal the truth about Halloween and its evils. What we teach our kids is so important. What we share with our kids is so important. What we practice before our kids is so important. You know, what's, what, it's worse even if we participate. That's even worse. Well, I hope this makes sense to you. I hope you've learned something tonight. You know, I didn't go into a lot of the, the origins and what the practice in of the true Halloween was back then, the worship of the God of Death, Sawin, and all of that. But let's just take a look at the obvious and let's worship the true God, the God who gives life, the God who celebrates life, not the world that celebrates death and fear. Well, I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm glad to be back behind the microphone. God willing, we'll join you next week. I hope you'll be here. So, God bless you and good night.